folks, welcome to Signing Off. My name is Duncan Carson. This is a podcast we do every Friday night after the show Fallout Tonight, which just happened for the 19th, 19th time. time. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here with Adam Shoemates. In honor of John Mendoza not being here. Hey. <laughs> just spot on. Thank you. I, yeah. Up. I mean, yeah. it's almost like he was here. <laughs> <laughs> and special guest this week, Jesse Monday. Welcome to the the podcast, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, good show, fellas. Mm-hmm. Right. I I I wish I could bottle up how I feel after the show every time. Yeah. You know, because it is especially the last couple of weeks I've been living clean and sober, just trying to <laughs> living the straight edge life. Uh, trying to trying to get healthy. You know, I'm on a health kick. I've been exercising, but. Uh, I can just feel it because you know we had not a lot of pre-sales. Walk up, mm-hmm. sort of bailed us out into a crowd. That was a scary ledge to be like leaning over for a while, where like I could see it on your. You could see it, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, 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 don't worry about it for myself. I worry about it for you, and and <laughs> I and I know that that's not fair to you because like you're you're able to handle yourself and all that. But it's one of those deals where like I just, I like I I panicked and then I yeah. I, I, I was telling Jesse was like. Should I, should I just bring up like like maybe we just uh, like like everybody just kind of hang out in the <laughs> in the room and then like or and I was like or is that like too weird for me to bring that up? But then I brought it up to you and you're like, yeah, that might be what we do. Well, if it if it had just been two people, I think that would have been the, the right way to do. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you know it got up to like eight, nine, ten, and I was I just this relief of just like you just need a quorum. Honestly, like two of like folks. It's just creep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just creepy. Two people by yeah. themselves. Yeah, 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 I can't. I can't envision that being a show that I would. You have to sit in the yeah. the room with them. Yeah. Okay. All right. We cool. need bodies out there. Yeah, yeah. So, and definitely, I'm not like precious about the integrity of like. No, we do, we do the it magic. For the magic is lost. No one else. Jesse invited his wife. It's, Get her out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking not. It doesn't mean anything, honest, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the hardest ratio is uh, more people on the show on the show yeah. than in the audience. Yeah. Thank God, yeah. we're, not, we're not improv troops. They have to deal with that frequently. Oh, really? Well, just you know, if you have a big ass improv troop, it's like ten people or some troops of you know, like big ass improv. That I like the name. <laughs> that be the name of a improv troop. Big ass. Improv trip. <laughs> What's up, folks? We're the big ass improv trip. <laughs> is everybody ready to have some fun? Yes, because that's all that's here is the improv troop. <laughs> we don't have any other friends. We're all in the troop. The crowds are frequently sparse, I guess. Uh, but yeah, as soon as it hit, like you know, like around ten, I'm like, this is a show. We've done this before. Yeah. Uh, and it and it's just enough that I know the standups are gonna have a good time. But yeah, it is. There is something about just because we've talked a few times about when we're setting up the show. I just find my emotions difficult to control. For <laughs> I, I've, I've, which, which has a few times and expressed itself as irritation at the previous show taking a while to <laughs> get out of the way. It's like it's very interesting. I never knew the side of you until hmm. the show. Which I like. Yeah, it's, why it's, would you? Yeah, it's 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 nice to see a like because you only give me controlled Duncan normally. <laughs> like I've never seen Duncan who's like, oh shit, this is not good. 
you always seem to find you you are definitely somebody that like i think likes stoicism whether you practice it or it's just ingrained in you i don't know what it is but it's funny to me to watch you actually kind of lose it <laughs> in a way that i don't it, it, the, you're so you're so ingrained in stoicism that i don't think anybody that doesn't know you would ever look at it as a like i would go man he's losing it and everybody <laughs> yeah. else would be like what are you, you're talking about the soft-spoken guy that just kind of like in the corner, like talking to himself for a second? Well, that, that is, I mean, Jesse, you're a more neutral observer here. I wasn't like beating my fists against the walls about the attendance before the show started. No, no, no. it was. Uh, you didn't, you, you didn't see it at all, did you? Like, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I, I'm not, I hope I'm not putting you on the spot, but like you didn't see him as like, oh, what the fuck's wrong with him? No, I didn't. I okay. Didn't, I didn't. All right. uh, yeah, I wasn't seeing it in the same light as you were, I guess. <laughs> it's it, and, and that's the thing. It's like it's like a fraction of a second. Yeah. Where you see it for just a little bit. He let he like he lets the steam out for a second where he's like and then you're like, "Oh, that that I saw it." Where like normally like I'm I'm watching RoboCop here. <laughs> for the most part. You know, I just watched RoboCop for the first time in like Oh, really? 20 years at least are you amazed at how the ford taurus makes quite a it really does yeah yeah, yeah. it's like they really that was the whole reason for the ford taurus back then i forgot how just generally and yeah you know obviously it's satirical but it's mm -hmm. just it's very pro robocop <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, gross no i just i just mean like <laughs> we're like i guess he was dead or whatever almost but mm -hmm. he's he's generally pretty happy being robocop it seems like over the right right course he's, of robocops one and two you know? <laughs> he's not he's not like going what am i right. at any point in time. yeah there's not even a second of like there's a little bit with his wife and then mm -hmm. they're just like kind of like shrug it off they're like <laughs> you know she basically like takes out a restraining order against him in the second one it's so weird all right but uh you I, actually how does that hold up uh, one pretty well, two a little weird. Yeah, these are my brief impressions. And that's pretty much how it went for those. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I liked the uh, remake uh, with the guy, really? the, the like Norwegian dude, or uh, is he Joel, Joel Kinnaman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was pretty decent. Yeah, I, I was. I was like, okay, I, I, I'll accept that. I saw that when it came out, and I have no memory of it. Just like a RoboCop would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I loved that scene in the middle of the movie, uh, the montage of him just uh, taking guys out to the song uh, Hocus Pocus by Focus. <laughs> <laughs> that song is amazing. Like My dad used to wake me up with it on Saturday oh, wow. mornings because he had, he had the, the vinyl from back in the 70s. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, no, that was just great to see a gratuitous... Uh, murder scene is that what you saw when your dad would wake you up <laughs> yeah <laughs> on your way to school like dad you really got to stop doing this i'm seeing a lot of really weird images <laughs> but yeah uh even outside of the crowd tonight a real a real fun sort of lesson in pivoting on the spot because we had a performer uh call out sick at like quarter to seven yeah, get well, by the way. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, feel better, Jess. We, we'll do the Taylor Swift thing another time, you know. But I don't think Taylor Swift's going anywhere. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were really like, I don't know if she'll be in the news next week. <laughs> <laughs> I think the world yeah. will be over it. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, think, I think we're done. There's too much Taylor Swift saturation. Should've, I think we're done. Should have struck while the iron was hot. <laughs> you know? But it, it, even I got to like take some stuff I would have said during that segment and just mm-hmm. like riff during the monologue of like, you know, what, what was the premise? The Super Bowl is the most watched broadcast since the moon landing. Yeah, yeah. What are the odds? Two government hoaxes, the most watched broadcast. <laughs> I think that, will, that went well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that did mildly, but then I committed to, like, I wanted to riff about, like, the idea that you think our government could produce Taylor Swift's very successful career? Like, Can I say I, apo- you- I apologize for bringing up, uh, like, the, how well you did? <laughs> For the monologue, we should have just moved on. I think you were just wanting to move on to our bit after oh, yeah, yeah. the monologue, and I, I, I am still. It's just one of those things where, like, I'm, I'm amazed at. It's, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where, like, I, I've been away from stand up long enough to know what it feels like to be up there, uh, the, the sensitivity to being up there when, when things aren't going the way that you want them to go. Not that, not that things went bad. Hmm. But it's just one of those weird things of like you're like stand up is always one of those things like every second counts. Well, and, yeah. and the timing of it really does. Uh, you have to adjust every single second when it doesn't work the way that you want to. And on a monologue set, you're having to adjust like every single second. I'd say even the best monologues we've done. Yeah. The format of it is a guarantee that you will get one straight up face plant of a joke <laughs> which i think yeah just from a stand-up perspective is like it's hard to get used to having that like guarantee absolutely yeah yeah so and that, so like that's the thing is like i don't i i want so badly and and i and it, it's such a selfish thing because i don't think it deserve the audience doesn't deserve for me to go like how fucking great was that guys <laughs> but it's really cool to watch you do that every time and simply be fine like just like i i don't know i don't know I, i'm still amazed by it wow and i and i fucked it up and i apologize for being so amazing i could, i think we, this is a place that i can do we it could talk about how amazing i am <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was because you came out and you were like he he didn't joke us at all and yeah like, blame his writers so it was a talking about the show while it's happening yeah which we've learned many times does no, not work no one cares for yeah uh and then referencing the golden globes from six weeks ago which no one would fucking remember <laughs> which everyone has roundly forgotten about and then I, and then and bring up joe coy who is not that well known of a comic i think in no. like like how i said somebody like you know Chappelle or louis ck well, sure. yeah yeah i'm gonna say 99 percent of comics are not well known as comics. Absolutely, yeah. But, you know what's fun? I saw uh, Poor Things Yeah. recently, and so did a, a couple of my coworkers. And I'm not a big name dropper, but it was a rare opportunity to be like, two people in that movie did, stand up, did yeah. sure thing. They did my old show. Are you for real? Oh. Both of them at points here for South By and popped on sure thing. Are you talking about Gerard Carmichael and uh, Gerard Carmichael and Rami Youssef? Rami, Rami Youssef, yeah, yeah. So like significant parts of that God, movie. That I'm like, I've met those dudes. Racist. Like, <laughs> they were in that movie. That it's the best picture nominee. Right. How, how come they're not putting that up on on the commercials? <laughs> Both on Sure Thing. <laughs> but like other times, coworkers would be like, "Oh, has anyone famous ever done your show?" And I'd be like, uh, 
Adam Catenhullen, best selling, still mm-hmm. still looking here. Uh, uh, you know, or even Gerard Carmichael before that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's real catch as catch can, but Jesse, I gotta say, great. Like, we had uh, sort of a plan. You know, you know. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Is last week, and this never happens. It was like, oh, we've got Jess Lynette's going to do a Taylor Swift thing. Mm-hmm. And Lisa Friedrich is going to come do some of her movie quiz again. Right. And I'll actually prepare an audio visual. Mm-hmm. So like 10 days before tonight, I was like, we got most of the show figured out. That may be something we stay away from is like automatically like going, we nailed it already. Because like I remember I remember yeah. when John was in the room and, we, and you were like, yep, we got it. I just want to tighten it right here so it doesn't. Yeah, right. But uh, but well uh, you know I didn't I didn't like guarantee we wouldn't have to put any effort into it or anything but but over the course of the week Lisa was like ah oh, I forgot I have a conflict and then Jess got sick and I was like oh but on Wednesday at the meeting Jesse you came pre-armed with a foot fetish Jesus bit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which you know that's uh, once again I wish the crowd was bigger because that deserved a lot more than it got. I, thought, well, I mean, it got a lot from the, the people we had, but I was like, oh, this would kill in a full room, too. I was jealous of the response uh, based off of what we did with Valentine's Day. <laughs> 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 I, I was I, like, I'm sitting in the back and I'm here. Well, it was like, more I'm of hearing, a built in hook. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I mean, like, sure. I mean, like, you can you can easily like dismiss like the like, first of all, foot fetish Jesus by itself. Just saying that phrase is fucking funny as hell. But like, like we were like, I was trying to, I, I maybe overthought what I was doing, and then when you're doing foot fetish Jesus, I just hear nothing but laughs back there. I'm like, fuck, All right, cool, whatever. <laughs> like I think I think both uh, Robert and Justin that were backstage at the time, and I think Chris was back there too. Yeah, I think they were talking about like basketball or something like that, and I, I don't have much to bring to the table anyways. So I'm just sitting back there, like listening, and and like going, God, there's more laughs happening, I think, <laughs> than that ever happened when we were up there. Yeah, the uh, the idea for that came from uh, there was a, a short that a buddy of mine and I were working on back before I moved to Austin uh, that we thought wow. called uh, the Adventures of Punk Rock Jesus. Okay. And so the idea of there being like a multitude of Jesuses in the world was something that was that I had already okay. explored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh the Jesus verse? Yeah. And um across the Jesus verse. The the adventures of punk rock Jesus was going to be this really uh silly like short series and we we're going to have uh a punk rock version of Jesus loves the little children playing while he like wails on some children with a dodgeball and stuff. <laughs> I love but, it. Like had a cut off jean jacket for him and sure. <laughs> yeah. Have rapture tattooed on his knuckles. And, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just watching, so watching that Super Bowl. Then you commercial. saw the, the he washed feet Super Bowl commercial. Which, yeah. Which was absurd. I think in retrospect, I maybe should have just brought you out and then we play it and you kind of like narrate what you were going for, you know? Oh, that would have been, yeah, <laughs> like, been a good way to do it, yeah. Because that's like, I wish, you know, and looking back, I'm like, we could have combined it all together because the ad itself got some laughs. 
Yeah, we could. And I think oh, really? if, if you were just out there like, oh, here we go, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? There's a lot oh, of that visible was, That was my favorite one. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Those oh. people were a little too into it, you know, like whichever one. <laughs> this one went places that the censors would not allow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could even like frame by frame it, you know? Yeah, we could have had a, a, a whole different uh, thing there. But yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. And you do you do look a lot like the J Man, you know. So J Dog, or at least the Italian uh, version of or whatever. Whatever is it? Who who's like that one? That one picture of uh, the white Jesus where he's looking up and it's a lot of pictures of white Jesus. Yeah, man. I know. I, th- I think I think the Italians made Jesus white. That's all I'm saying. Sure. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Historically, racial, yeah. more of a swarthy fellow. It's my thing. <laughs> Aramaic or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you look back at a lot of the uh, the old depictions, the, it really depends on where the artist came from. Absolutely. There's a lot of like, right. um, like you can just tell like, oh, this is a this, this comes from a Germanic. <laughs> Germanic country, probably. He's got that little tiny ch- <laughs> Charlie Chaplin mustache. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. Well, that's why I love the concept of the Jesus verse. In you know, he's he's whoever you want him to be. Absolutely, there's a Jesus for everybody. That's how we've just adapted it to whatever purposes we need. That escapes the whole thing. It's it's open source. Yeah, <laughs> open, open source, source Jesus. <laughs> Open source Jesus, you know. So there wasn't, you know, too much we tossed out this week because we were just trying to fill up the show. Yeah, I wish I had more time uh, over my weekend to like really hone in the Valentine's Day movie. I no, stuff. I, seriously, I like, and that I again, I I, I explained this to you at uh, backstage. Hmm. I could have done a better job in front of the stage. I I don't know if you saw Jesse, but I was trying to. Explain to the audience how much I feel as though watching Gary Marshall's Valentine's Day the second time opened my eyes to the aspect of that he's like a very like a, a crazy genius, similar to the way that Kanye West is a has was aspiring to be a crazy genius. Yeah, let's spell this out. Where did, where, yeah, where was this going? So what I was trying to what I was trying to say was like <laughs> it's one of those deals where like I feel as though Gary Marshall hit the mark when it came to like uh, like a, a crazy genius where like like Kanye West was pretending to be one where he 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 would say stuff like you know like I can say whatever I want to like I can be anti-semitic and they can't take it away from me and then like everybody walked away from him but the whole is like Gary Marshall took like love actually uh-huh. and then tried to re revamp it three times he did it with Valentine's Day the first time yep then he did it with New Year's Eve, and then around the time he died, he Arbor Day, he, no <laughs> Mother's Day. <laughs> no, I think that might have been the next one he would have done after Mother's Day. My, he, like my he bucket was, list is to make Arbor Day. I think I think he was gonna. I think he was really trying to say fuck in, you to in everybody. Gary Marshall's honor. I am really this good. That's that's the kind of that's the kind of like mad genius in art that I that I can I can respect. Not this guy who's just like, I'm going to say something so fucking hateful that people are going to have to love me. Like, I, no, Everybody's going to walk away from that guy. So but if you try to fucking Arbor Day, if you try to turn 
fucking uh, uh, a leap year into a fucking. So you're, th- movie. you're saying Mother's Day is like his, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. It's it's his it's his like uh uh what it was like the Jesus. magnum opus. Okay. He was he was, I'm like it's a trilogy. Like you he was I don't I'm not saying he reached it. So do you refer to him as re? <laughs> I, okay, Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I, you Remar. know what? I, oh man, have you I seen, might have to. Have you seen Remar or, or Marmar? I don't know. I feel, but okay, all right. I don't th- I, you, because you are laughing at me. Mm-hmm. I think I need to stress this a little bit. Like he was laughing really, with. he was fucking like. Um, okay, he's like the. <laughs> okay, but wait. Hold on. Hold on. We, hold on. Let me back up for a second. <laughs> It's the posture. There was a point in time where Nicolas Cage was being laughed at for some of the choices he made when it came to his acting roles, right? Correct. Sure. There was a time where... and, and then That time it, continues to this day. No, no. There, nope. I think there are people now that, that will go to... There was a time where they would watch a Nicolas Cage movie, ironically, because it was so bad. Sure. Drive Angry. That was yeah. one that I could never watch. I would fall asleep immediately. Season of the Witch. Okay, yeah. Ghost Rider. Thank you. We're walking in similar territory. Mm-hmm. But now, like, he's kind of flipped it to where, like, people go to see They see him to see what kind of fucked up movie he has. Like, like after Mandy, he started doing these movies where people are just like, I got to see what he's going to do. But he's on a good streak of picking, like, weird like art house choices. Yeah. Yes, but he's also just Nicholas Caging acting. It's not like he's really doing anything other than what he chooses to do in those movies. And so like I feel as like Gary Marshall was doing that with directing where he was going like I'm going to take every fucking stupid holiday and I'm going to turn it into a fucking movie and you're going to come see it and I think he was eventually Unfortunately, his genius was, you know, cut short because he mm. died. He was an old man, but he was. We never got. So that that's what happened. It wasn't like we never got Gary Marshall's Juneteenth. It, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Come on, would that not have been the greatest? I would go to that. I I yeah. would too. I would love and to as see I, as what I said, Gary Marshall we, would do with that. We started with New Year's Eve, which is not great. Uh, and <laughs> Valentine's Day had a lot more like just normal well, movies. Valentine's Day was his first attempt at that. Yeah. So yeah. the whole is like he had a lot of gas in that one. He probably was thinking about that one a lot more. Yeah. I mean, I think I could see a parallel where they both just stopped giving a shit about the outside world's <laughs> perception of them. I think, but well, yeah. I I don't know if I would equate them in terms of what they were maybe trying to achieve. No, I I, th- I think you're dismissing because the I, whole di- what I'm trying to say here, <laughs> and I think that you're still dismissing also, it. Also, I can't believe you couldn't sum this up in a quick, coherent way on the show. Yeah, you? I know. Yeah, see, yeah. see why it was really hard for me to fucking say it. <laughs> I think it would have been difficult. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, like I just think that like there is something to. He okay, so he did he did he did uh, Pretty Woman, right? Yeah. He did Princess Diaries. That sounds right. Yep. He and then he did like uh, he did a couple. <laughs> like there was a, there was one with like uh, Al Pacino and Michelle Pfeiffer, Frankie and something or other. Like he's done like really good movies that deserve like a oh he's oh uh, I see what he's doing. 
I think he also like directed a shit ton of like like uh, uh, Laverne and Shirley shows. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So like he's got he's he's got enough clout where everybody knows that he can do a movie. I think he was just done. It, it to me, it's interesting that a guy finally was like, "Fuck you guys! I'm gonna just make the movie that I want to make. I don't give a shit what it is." In the movie that he continued to want to make was a over over holiday again. themed ensemble cast. Yeah, absolutely. Just an excuse to get a bunch of Hollywood people together and they would come. Put everything on easy mode. I, like know? like I was ranting. Okay, so we had. I can't it, imagine there were a lot of second takes on Valentine's Day. No, you know? no, no. But then that's the other great thing when you have those kind of heavy hitters. They sure. don't need need that many takes. Sure. I mean, they they should have tried a couple more takes because it was really <laughs> bad. But the, but but like Ed, Ed Bagley Jr. Right in yep. in uh, in New Year's, and then you got Joe Montana. I swear to you. Go back and watch it. He I mean, had he also, one fucking line. His whole family makes cameos too. That blows me away. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, it's that's, just a hangout party. There's a there's deal. a part of me that wants to find out. There's like the girl in uh, the airplane uh, that um, it's like hitting on Bradley Cooper. No, no, Bradley Cooper just looks to to his right. Yeah. In in like like oh, homegirl just said something, and there's this girl who has like. Uh, Ear pod, ear pods in her ear, and she just smiles with like braces in her teeth. I'm like, that's got to be one of his grandkids. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I mean, like that's to me that's baller as fuck that you're uh-huh. that he's just gonna be like, I'm a, I'm spending millions of dollars just to do what I want to do, and everybody's gonna come see it, and they yeah. did. All right, <laughs> starting to worry. I've done you a mental health disservice you might have i don't know i don't know he's really a brilliant man (laughs) gary marshall you watched it twice that that's it can't be good for anybody you know (laughs) he only watched it twice because he didn't keep pumping them out you know there was absolutely i only only there wasn't all the the child actor stars till may for mother's day in an ensemble of (laughs) teachers in service day Oh, I mean, like, we're, and that's the thing. We, like, we do the bonus about that. You'll have like a whole sheath of notes. You're like, <laughs> you see, you see, you're, it's like room 241 about The Shining, but Mother's I mean, Day. yeah. honestly, I feel as though there's there, like, it's, it's even to the point where like, uh, I even thought of, to myself, like he, he made art that says more about the person viewing the art than the art itself. If somebody's like sh- like shitting on these movies, mm. they're mad because they're not seeing the re- the same regurgitated dumb fucking archetype and tropes that they normally see. But he's trying to actually do something new with it by and regurgitating so- the same basic by the structure. Same, yeah, the same tropes, even lazier. Like, what are you? Yeah, no, but but he's like he's he's like he's done it in a, in a in a in a in a pastiche that is. So- <laughs> But Love Actually did it first. All right. Yeah, Love Actually did it first. So all of a sudden, they're better at it than he... He he went like, okay, (laughs) I'll do it again, but more. Okay. With pastiche. So lost. Even the word pastiche (laughs) is giving Gary Marshall too much credit. All right, fine, whatever. If you don't want to see his brilliance... (laughs) Gary Gary Marshall just... like Startled I said, awake in his like I said, Duncan, it's a reflection on you, not the art. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a journey! 
Especially because your reaction to New Year's Eve was yeah, I was shitting on that. That one like time. maybe he deserved to die. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm full. I, yeah, I am. I am backed on on why is he not revived? And we need more. We need more fucking holiday movies that have the same. I, I just it was it was it's adorable to me that this old man was trying to like go like I know you don't know what's about to happen and it, here we go uh-huh. you you think they're gonna be uh, you think you think Bradley Cooper and uh, and uh, and uh, Julia Roberts are getting together Bradley Cooper's gay <laughs> whoa <laughs> you weren't ready for that were you she's the mom of the kid that you think is mom oh boom brilliant. <laughs> Uh, you know, I think there's other ways to skewer this stuff, but we we can. Yeah, we could do. We could, I mean, like, there's also the other aspect of the fact that like uh, Emma Roberts and Julia Roberts were not related in this movie, or were they? There was. Oh yeah. It's very difficult. Yeah. See? I didn't even think about that. You're welcome. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Like you could, eat. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-huh. You want to you want to bring you want to bring in the. I love you know. <laughs> you just got read. <laughs> you just got, got remarked. I just I just read you the martial law. <laughs> uh, I love you, bud. I love you, you know? too. Thank you for going with me on Especially, that. Especially, I've really... noticed. I've noticed often on the podcast, you have a sort of dug in devil's advocate tendency absolutely and i I will always argue for the devil i feel i feel like this is a situation where i can't even pretend to agree with you in a way (laughs) because you're that would that would that would equal the volume of what you're looking for here you know what i mean like (laughs) you want we got to get somebody else on the podcast to argue with (laughs) jesse what's your take (laughs) i haven't seen it yeah that really doesn't that's the best way to that's the best way to get out of that one because like the, the other, you should have watched the segment tonight. That was the whole point. We watched it so you didn't have to. The crowd, the crowd was very game for this. By the way, that was. I think they were. I think that like the thing was at first. I was very much like, why aren't they laughing? I think they were just like tucked in for a and story. I, and time. I will say, like, because um, I did this game show show here in Austin a long time ago. Laugh, damn it! Mm-hmm. Well, I did it for five years, but for the first couple years of it, um, Derek Phelps, the, the great Derek yeah. Phelps. Who now lives in Colorado uh, came up with it, and there would be a movie theme for a while. It was like a monthly game show that was focused on like three comics taking turns trying to make crowd members laugh. Probably more focused on Derek Phelps's life, where he's. Yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, we'd like shoehorn in a movie theme. So some of the the scenes they would act out would be like script readings from it mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I was the house announcer, and I, you know was almost exclusively a stand-up at the time. So I, I asked for this five-minute piece called Duncan Peace Theater, where just for anyone who hadn't seen it, Beautiful. I recapped the movie really quickly. So I think when we were doing that with Valentine's Day tonight, I was kind of in like, like just let's just recap the plot of the movie really quick and throw jokes out left and right or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't as much of a discussion as maybe we envisaged on, on Wednesday. Yeah. Because especially in that post-monologue spot, I want... You know, punchiness. Or mm-hmm, whatever. So mm-hmm. we, we brought the screen in, and I thought it would be funny just to blitz through all the, the various relationships in the thing. Yeah, but uh, but I th- I did think that how like having the visuals really added 
to the whole the whole field. No, it was it was it was extremely helpful. I yeah. like the the one thing that I I wish I would have brought up was uh, Gary Marshall's uh, like he kind of uh, did like the, the two universes of Pretty Woman and uh, Princess Diaries. Yeah. Where like those actors are in there, mm-hmm. and you could possibly even in if you wanted to fan fiction it, that really, find yeah. a way of like making those characters still exist in this uh, Valentine's world where like Julie Roberts' character was still the prostitute, but then she decided to go into becoming <laughs> a a, a, yeah. <laughs> a a soldier at one point in time, and Richard Gere apparently died or something. I don't know where he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but they got their kid, uh, you know, and, and somehow uh, she convinced the kid that, that grandpa is actually the guy that was like the concierge at the fucking Beverly Hills Hilton I or whatever like it was. It's a thin excuse to call in all his friends to come. And that's and that's when you were kind of getting into that. Yeah. I was like, you know, I totally get Gary Marshall on that level. Yeah, yeah. Because when Brennan moved to Portland, I was like, I'm going to turn my show. And to an excuse to just be like, hey, come hang out, man. You know, like, <laughs> we got Jesse Money to play Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have predicted that several we, years ago. We got Justin Hicks just to play apples to apples. That was great, yeah. It was it was just nice of him to hop hanging on. Hanging out, yeah, yeah. And as I was saying before, when, when Jess Lynette got sick, it was kind of like, well, we'll play apples to apples tonight, which we've often done. Mm-hmm. And even... And I, Kind of like back in my mind was like one of the stand ups will get to do it, and then Justin Hicks was just hanging out, yeah, yeah, hopped on and uh, nearly won the game. Uh. Jesse actually won the okay. Apples Apples game, yeah, yeah, because yeah. there was two to two, and the guy did a like Justin, I appreciated where you were coming from. <laughs> That's right. But, you, think, you, uh, you didn't have to go genital. That's so you went, right. You went yeah. genital. Because it was warts was his only card remaining, which I fucked up the card count somehow, which is a real variable. Yeah, and you threw that on me. Like I immediately became. I didn't the mean to do biggest. You, we said you said you. Everybody hated me. Yeah, you, everybody you hated had me. More cards than everybody. I don't know what happened, but everybody <laughs> did not like me during that. Like your wife didn't like me. <laughs> I know she was just having fun, but at the same time, it was one of those things where like, uh, that, that was, that was the first like, what, what did I do? <laughs> and then, and then Justin wouldn't take my cards when I was off. I was like, Hey man, I want to help out. And, and he was like, no. Cause somehow I like, like I pawn, like this is not Deadwood. I'm not, <laughs> not fucking palming cards. I tried to, Give all three of you seven cards. I fucked it up somehow, and I gave you, you nine apparently. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and Justin five. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I you know I think yeah we just you got eight and we each had six, so we we oh. each had enough to finish it out, and then yeah, you were, you were I had some over extra. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's always like now they're just kind of all around the theater because. <laughs> I've got it. I I've like, got some at home. Oh yeah, I end up, I end up with a few in my pockets because I forget. Yeah. But uh, you know, Johnny Apple seeds. Johnny apples to apple seeds. Also tonight, <laughs> humanity against cards finally got finally a crowd got a member laugh. to laugh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I never set it up properly because it's like you know I like to call it the opposite of cards against humanity. Beat humanity against cards. You set them up for one, you get the other one. <laughs> <laughs> this is my one joke I won't give up on every time we and, do it. And now you definitely won't give it up, give up on it because it's gotten some. Oh, I was already all in. 
<laughs> you know. <laughs> so you're telling me that that didn't give you a little bit of extra joy that that oh, that yeah. they yeah exactly. I called it out in the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got steam now. <laughs> and it's just bonus validation. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's something about this whole experience is like just validating in a whole new way that isn't you know because stand up is like you know you kind of nurture the same thought over and over and over and yeah. By the time it's working really well, you're like, well, it fucking should be, you know, like, <laughs> and this, this is just more like the, the structure of it or the, 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 the personality of it has to carry it over, you know, which brings me back to Gary Marshall, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the same idea Gary Marshall's in a dead. different, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, you'll see it someday. You will. I will. I'm sure. I, I'll I, wake up in a cold we, sweat. Like uh, you, you weren't here for this, but like, uh, um, so like Duncan picks me up, and we're driving here, and I refer to the three holiday movies that Gary Marshall has done yeah. as a trilogy, and he <laughs> he visibly starts g- giggling. I don't know if it's because I called him a trilogy or if he was just laughing at something else, but it was one of those things when I called him a trilogy, I realized, oh my gosh, that is the dumbest thing to call those things. <laughs> it's the trilogy. <laughs> the Trilogary. The Trilogary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. This is more than anyone's ever thought about these movies. I don't know. We don't I, know. I mean, I, I really do feel like there are, uh, my people are out there somewhere and I just haven't met them yet. Which, by the way, he didn't even write. No. No. No, that's the thing. It's like he, he saw the brilliance of this challenge. And he was like, I'm on board. Let's do this. <laughs> Back on this again. <laughs> <laughs> I won't let it go. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. <laughs> uh, well, Jesse, how was you? Did you have fun tonight? You have, yeah, yeah. No, it was time? a blast. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Was it? Uh, I mean, like, because you haven't been on stage in a, in a minute, right? Is that? Right. Yeah. It's been uh, maybe a couple of years. Wow. No stand-up? Nothing? Yeah. Uh-uh. A couple no. of years. You did a little after the pandemic then at some point. I did, yeah. And I did uh, sure th- When I did Sure Thing, um, that was one of the last shows I did. Okay. And you ruined it for him. <laughs> no, not at all. It was it was a lot of fun. We're, uh, the, we're the last show a lot of people did. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was a thing where, like, I didn't, I didn't recognize... Uh, comedy scene anymore and not not like i was even seeing it anywhere yeah i uh i got to the point where i just could not do social media at all at all and Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i just i i think i came to see a, a sure thing here and then afterwards you guys were like hey should get you on when you when yeah. you when you say like you can't do social media at all they, like you mean that like you couldn't promote shows and stuff like that with show- i well social I, media would be where I you hate, see the scene like and whatever shows are going on right but, yeah but I mean, i'm just i'm just speaking from like a, like a, a place of like like there was a time when social media didn't exist and and comics still were able to like you know create you know what i mean and so, like, it's like I, yeah. I, I hate social media now I, because of I, that. I can't. Uh, this is a hurdle that I see in coming back mm-hmm. 
um, is that I refuse to use social media like I used to. I mm-hmm. just I can't do it anymore because it's so bad mm-hmm. and uh, it made me miserable. Oh, yeah. yeah, and oh, yeah. Um, and and that's another thing is the like the mindless self promotion mm-hmm. makes me miserable. And I, and so I don't know how. I don't know how that works. <laughs> like if there's <laughs> if there's if there's a way that I can continue to uh just um perform and uh That's what I love yeah. about doing this show. Yeah, I swear no, to you. That's, the thing that's is, why I jumped on the chance when you guys were like, Hey, the thing is is that the that, that Duncan will do will will do an ad, like a story and then I'll just add the story and that's about as much promotion as I'll do. <laughs> and honestly, like it is increasing. Like I do see people uh like there are more and more people like seeing my ad. Do they live in Austin? Few of them do. But the yeah. thing is is that like it's enough for me to go like, okay, so people are paying attention. And like that's enough of that that I care to to look into. I know that Duncan wants more audience members, and I would love to help him out in that. I think my only way of doing that is by helping him do do what we already do, where we yeah. have fun and create what we do, and then the rest will come into place. And that's what I love about the show. Yeah, I think that's why I want you to keep on coming. Yeah, like, yeah, please do. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's interesting. I mean, that and that's why. You know, staying staying here in Austin and, and doing sure thing for so long, and then and then doing this is is always been my my way forward. Or that that's that's <laughs> that's where it's like my mood before the show tonight. I, I said to you guys, I was like, boy, you know, switching from the old format to the late night format, <laughs> featuring me, <laughs> tempting to take these low weeks a little personally. Yeah, right? uh, because but but the 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 actual expression of the show and, and having a writer's room for it and, and getting the fallout community involved. The only way to promote is to create something bigger than myself. Right. You know, so, so to be part of something and, and get more people involved is, is, you know, maybe a side effect of that is to get more eyes on it and, and attendance and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but I, you know, we're just in a lucky spot here or I'm in a lucky spot after a sure thing, knowing the theater is going to work with me to promote it. Yeah, and and the longer we do it consistently and focus on what we're doing up there, yeah, um, you just have to have faith that that people will come back. Well, and I mean, you know? there are going to be lulls. And yeah. I mean, and the 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 crazy thing to me is is that in those lulls, it's still fun. That's what blows me away. Well, and I I have a lot of faith that not only are we you know it, it actually worked out so perfect when we did apples to apples. Literally every crowd member. Mm-hmm. Got to pick one of the things and, and be one of the judges, and it just yeah, felt yeah. like this That's perfect awesome. like kismet of yeah, yeah. of um, you know, like other shows might they might pounce on them, do crowd work or something, or mm-hmm. invite heckling, or or you know, you're rewarding them in a way. Well, it's like yeah. people people want to be involved in the new landscape we're in, and I think we provide that, and mm-hmm. and I think they're more likely to return. And you just mm-hmm. the longer we do it, that'll bear out. But. uh but yeah, that's that's. If I found promotion natural, I would have a very different career and life, you know. Right. Uh, so so hopefully the show moving forward can just be a home for all the the misfit toys that are still here <laughs> right. and don't want to like say edgy stuff on other 
nonsense podcasts or shows. Or, God, it's just so dumb. Or just, or just like the the whole stand up hustle is is not a natural fit for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it never. You know, I I went as far as as I could go doing that myself. Yeah, I, I felt like a lot of that was um, like I don't feel like I was putting uh, all of the promotion I was doing. I don't think it was putting any butts in seats. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All it was, the most it was doing was showing all the other comics that, hey, I'm on shows. You yeah. should also have me on shows. Yeah. And so it, it's kind of, uh, you know, braggadocious <laughs> almost. And uh, I, I don't know. And then so much of it, too, is just you're seeing how many shows everybody else is doing. And you're like, oh, man, I'm not doing any shows. <laughs> Yeah, it's it no longer becomes the idea of creating content, and that and and I hate even saying that because that sounds like I'm talking about like, um, like uh, social media, but like you're just not creating. You're you're not doing anything with it. All you care, you focus more on the idea of promotional than you do the experience, the actual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like bragging about a book that you have not read, uh, written yet. It's the dumbest mm-hmm. thing to me. Yeah, and that's what I'm excited about is is promotion is, is feels more natural and you know obviously experience helps. Yeah. But uh, maybe a couple months ago after the 10th show or something you me and John were at a bar and mm-hmm. uh a bar a lot of comedy people go to so somebody was like, "Oh, what are you guys uh you, you have a show tonight?" and we you know somebody we didn't know but mm-hmm. we, we kept talking to her and at some point i was just like oh you should like i just found myself like genuinely like Telling it's, it's every friday go. night at 9 30 yeah, yeah there's three stand-ups but the rest of it is different every time and we mm-hmm. we spend a whole other night putting it together and, and just like the actual you know like singularity of it and that's that's what was thrilling about tonight because like if it were a stand-up showcase and there's two pre-sales. I'd be very tempted to call it, yeah, before those walk-ups showed up. Mm-hmm. But I had no intention of that. Like unless they literally the two people didn't show up, I'm not going to do a show for just Jesse's wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, you don't know how rare it is we have a babysitter. I think we would have had to. Okay, yeah, I would. You know I, what? I, like I had, that was something that I was going to ask you earlier. If it were just your wife, we could have we'd cut the stand-up loose and just do the show for. We could have taken it into that. Yeah, this little room here. Right yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah J- Jesse even suggested that. I was going to ask the both of y'all: Have you have you ever done a show where nobody? Sh- it was just comics. Mike's for sure. Uh, I think we've done a show for like three people, maybe three people is the smallest crowd you've ever done. I can't really think of the the venue, but I remember being like, "What's up?" Yeah, three yeah. people or yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think somebody else beat me to like, "Hello, sharks." <laughs> Because it's just three, <laughs> like Shark Tank, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think less than three ever. Okay. I think I think shows have been called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, never, never one of mine. Knock on wood. <laughs> What's I, I, I'm sure I'm too. I'm absolutely sure I have, but I couldn't give you any details that, of it because um, you just get numb to that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, you just I you can't you can't probably disassociated in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I like, I I know I've done shows with no audience and just comics before, but like, the it's one of those weird things where like those would stretch and 
bend my mind to a way where when I would go to another show, it would at least like try, it would push me to do something else. I have this weird memory uh, that's uh, just a simple pat on my back because I enjoyed it because I made a comic laugh. And it was at an open mic. It was right in the back of Kebabalicious outside. Their outside theater was a long time ago. Is there a mic there? There was an open mic there for a fraction of a second. There was a show there in like 2014, 2015. That's a pretty good show. Yeah, Katie Stone show. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is way before way Katie before that, even yeah. showed up. I before remember. I showed up. I think uh, maybe like a little. Uh, um, what, the, I, I, the the comic that I made laugh was um, ah oh, shit. I'm forgetting his name now. Um, uh, oh shit. But anyways, like there there was this moment where like it's like the state it was open back in the back of Kebabalicious. Sure. And like uh, there was this fan on the stage. Where it was one of those big like wire like wire meshed fans, and it was one of those things where I was, I was thinking to myself, ah, oh, that's gonna be horrible to just like stand in front of that fucking fan the whole time. And there was like maybe two, there were like maybe two people that were just there because they were eating kebabalicious at the time. And so I go up to the microphone and I grab it, and then I put the microphone on one end of the fan, and I put my and I just start shouting through the other side so it yeah. does that blah, 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 blah. yeah yeah and it was and, and the comic that was there just started laughing and i was like that's okay where well, i'm having fun oh at sure least, yeah at least i'm having fun with my fellow comic who realizes how dumb this fucking place is at that time yeah it was so fucking fun to do that that's one of my fa- like those are the kind of things that i like when when tonight when we only heard of two pre-sales <laughs> i was i was i was telling jesse i was like I'm excited for something. I don't know what it is. I would, and it, if it was going to be a fan situation, I was going to have fun with it. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's, yeah. And that's what I still love about this this fucking show is that even when I was prepped for that, we still had you know a good crowd and still had fun. I I didn't we didn't have to resort to Kebabalicious open mic time. <laughs> <laughs> well, like especially as soon as I get on stage, all of those sort of experiences like. They're always with me, and they bail me out. Yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, when we have low pre-sales, it's just like, boy, I wish the show had already started. Let's go. Let's. I'm tired of anticipating. Get over this. with it. You know, or or even like monologue jokes have been real like cardio training. Unlike, yep, <laughs> that's the joke we did. Well, I love that you were you like, know? before the show even started. You're like Adam, I might go short. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, because you're you're doing the, the next bit, so I was like, no, oh, I know, be, I be know. on standby this month. Like, might go quick. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, but uh, yeah, thanks for being here, Jesse. You know, yeah, absolutely. Come by the writers' room anytime. John Please John do. will be we'll back do. for his chair next week on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Don't get yeah. don't get cocky. He specifically said, <laughs> "Don't get used to Jesse Monday." But we were happy to have you this week, and great job with the Jesus. Thing absolutely. Oh, thanks. Yeah, but it's uh, a lot of fun. Uh, folks, if you are in Austinite and this sounds like a fun show to attend, you can use the code SIGNOFF as a podcast listener to get discounted tickets when you're buying on Eventbrite. Uh, come to the show every week at 9.30. I'm here with Jesse Mundy. Thank you. And Adam Shumate. Bye. And I'm Duncan Carson signing off. <laughs>